Speaking of attractive, Dan's got a nice puppy. Yeah, Skipper. Hello, Skipper. We needed a mascot. He's a good panellist as well, actually. Better than Simon. Hello, I'm Phil Smith and welcome back to Eurovision in Isolation, the best of the rest bracket. As it seems that we are back in lockdown, so too is your lockdown listening sorted again. We're back. Yes. And we have even more songs than ever before to introduce to you. So before we introduce them, let's introduce our panellists. He's back for good. It's Alex Smith. Oh, hi there. Backstreet's back. All right. It's Dan Irvin. Hello again, Phil. He's back in the USSR. It's Minnie Meyer. Hi, Phil. And he's back here. It's Simon Rickenback. Hi, Phil. You sound down, Simon. <laughs> All right. Looking forward to another another week of recording the podcast. Where my opinion is respected. You're recording another podcast today, Si. <laughs> uh, so we have 12 songs today that we will be pitting together in a bracket format. We're just in quarter one of the bracket because obviously we are looking at one song from every single country that has competed at Eurovision between 1998 and 2019. Uh, so we've got 12 to listen to today. So... Uh, is everyone ready? <laughs> no, I just got four songs to listen to. <laughs> no, despite me sending out a very clear playlist with 12 songs in it, somehow uh, one of our panellists, who shall remain nameless, um, has only managed to listen to eight of them, thinking we were only doing eight. Um, so it's very much, the, the, there's a theme here, isn't there? There's, there's very much an essay crisis panellist. Yeah. In the middle of the pack. I'm expecting a few sort of, well, I like the outfits. <laughs> <laughs> My, the notes okay. I've just written for this song I'm trying to cram is just trousers. So you're <laughs> spot on. <laughs> Phil, I would love it if you told us a little bit about the format before we get going. Because you haven't done your research. Because I don't know what I've still got two more songs to listen to before yeah. start talking about things. Yes, so there are 48 songs, 48 countries that have uh, entered Eurovision in the, over the last 20 or so years in one capacity or another. Uh, so we've taken one song from each of those countries, same selection criteria as ever before, songs that I at least thought were comment worthy. Uh, and we have put them into a bracket format chosen almost entirely at random. To make the bracket work, I've had to seed 16 of the nations. Uh, they have been seeded based on the most, the 16 most recent winners of the Eurovision Song Contest. So Netherlands from 2019, all the way down to Latvia, who last won in 2002. Uh, so we have 16 seeds. They are the ones that will come in in the second round of competition. Uh, and otherwise, an entirely random draw. However, there are a couple of interesting nuggets in there just for the sake of uh, interest in the format. Uh, in each quarter of the draw, and each episode of the podcast will be a quarter of the draw, 
um, is one of the countries that is our panelist's chosen hero country. They will introduce the song from that section. So obviously Simon has Switzerland, Dan has Ireland, Alex has Italy, and later in the show today, Minnie has Germany. So that's exciting. And the final exciting format point is through absolute sheer dumb luck in each quarter, there is one winner of the Barbara Dex Award. For those of you that are new to the podcast, the Barbara Dex Award is a award that is handed out every year at Eurovision for the worst dressed competitor, at least on stage. Um, so there's one in every episode. So see if you can spot in each episode who the worst dressed one is. Bonus points will be available. And what do points win? No prizes. Yes, you're right. So we shall move straight on to our very first head to head. This head to head pitches Belgium versus Georgia. Belgium will be represented by their 2016 entry, Laura Tessero with What's the Pressure? What's the pressure? Georgia is represented by their 2011 effort from Eldreen. This is One More Day. Let's start with Belgium and Laura Tessero, shall we? Dan, did you have any thoughts on lovely Laura? Yeah, I really like this entry. It's a cool, funky song. Laura looks like she's having a lot of fun and she's probably not the most accomplished singer we've ever seen, but it's pretty slick and the performance is enjoyable. It's got kind of jazzy influences, a bit Bruno Mars, maybe. Yeah, I, I really quite liked it. I'm a huge, huge fan of a very coordinated dance like they do. It takes effort and I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, big fan of this one. Um, okay, then Eldreen and Georgia. Uh, Simon, this feels like it's up your street to me. Yeah, I do like this one. I like that the energy in the song sort of keeps building. Um, I do think that the rap is really bad. Yes. And the guy doesn't, he doesn't make any distinction between the words he's saying. So it just sort of all comes out as noise. And actually throughout the whole thing, that none of the lyrics are, are that clear. Um, but I do like it. I, I think the dress is really cool. Um, I like the outfits. It's sort of like they're they're a band made up of people from the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Can I state my claim that this is the what did you call it? The Barbara Windsor Award. <laughs> worst dressed. You think you think Eldreen is the worst dressed of tonight's entrance? I think so. Uh, I may I may kick myself later when we see another one, but the, off the top of my head, this was the one that. Oh, there's a, there's a few coming up that will have had a go. I think this dress is quite cool. It's sort of like a a, a fluorescent spider's web. What I'll do is I will wait until we've we've seen all the songs, or at least had all the nominations for a Barbara Dex winner from you guys, and I will reveal all. But Dan, your your vote is tr uh, is duly noted. In which case, we shall go to the votes now. I haven't explained how the voting is going to work. Each of the four panelists is going to cast their vote. If it is a stalemate, and only if it is a stalemate, 
I will cast a deciding vote. Does that seem fair to everyone? Yes. Yeah. Lovely. So, uh, Minnie, let me come to you first. Belgium or Georgia for you? Uh, it's got to be Belgium. I thought Georgia was a surprisingly strong rock effort for Eurovision. Certainly no worse than a lot of Linkin Park's latter output. But Belgium have the edge just for the infectious energy. And like you said, brilliant choreography. Simon, where does your vote lie? Uh, it's Georgia for me. I just, I prefer this effort. I just think it's more original. Okay. Dan? Yeah, this is a tough one to call for me. Um, and it kind of hurts me that I'm not going to be voting for Georgia at all because I'm voting for Belgium. <laughs> and Alex? I'm voting for the song that I relate most to, the, the kind of song that I will now seek to download and, and add to my playlist, and that's Belgium. Yes, yeah, so that is a 3-1 win for Belgium. So Laura Tessero goes straight through to the next round. Congratulations to her. Uh, so I can now reveal that Georgia in 2011, that song came in ninth place. So it did pretty well. Uh, but not on this podcast. It's been knocked out at the first hurdle. So we move on to our next head-to-head. -head, and some of the, uh, the ways that the draw has landed has thrown up some, some battles. And not only is this a battle between two of Europe's least populated nations, but it's also a rhyming battle, as we have Sense2 versus Is It True? First up, Sense2 from Andorra. Is it true from 2009 in Iceland? Is it true? Is it true? Is it over? Did I throw it away? Was it you? Who wants to start me on Andorra? Simon, you must have some thoughts here. It's a larger lady with gappy teeth singing a power ballad that sounds like it's from. Uh, sort of musical theatre and, and not in a good way um, and then they've I, d I don't understand the juxtaposition between the lead singer who's sort of a, a well-clothed woman yeah. and the backing dancers who are not well-clothed women they are failing to operate chairs um, but I think the staging compensates for what is quite a forgettable song mm. it's kind of Chicago meets Flashdance. What's funny about this is it's not even the worst use of chairs at Eurovision 2006. Uh, Spain that year were represented by Las Ketchup of uh, the Ketchup song fame, yeah. uh, who did their whole song sat on off spinning office chairs and it did not work. They performed terribly, really terribly. Um, however, uh, this is uh, Andorra. This one really annoys me at how badly it's been done. <laughs> really annoys me. But like, I found this more offensive than Poland in 2014. I found this more gratuitous than that. But we digress. We digress. The song. Mm. We shall. 
special special celebrity guests now we're in the final mini series here um we'll move on to iceland then uh alex what did you think about johanna yeah i mean it's it's a pretty it's a pretty powerful sincere love song i mean it's it's tough to get too excited over a song that's kind of cut in that warbling melodramatic dido feel yeah does anyone get excited about dido dan did you feel the same as alex no i i really quite like dodo <laughs> it's a really nice soothing ballad i thought um the staging is well done you know it's, it's not my usual type of song um dido is better but um yeah but i really enjoyed this one uh, i want to get my brother deeks out for the lads it must be this iceland song surely she looks like she's got one of the, some of those fuzzy dice that you used to get in cars on her arm it's like she's come out of her prom and she she showed a prom dress to her gran who then tried to make it herself added too many ruffles and she's had to wear it anyway yeah there's there was definitely a sale on ruffles wasn't there yeah i it's i mean it's just hideous uh so yes completely understand why you are uh awarding this your your barbara dex simon they've also got what looks like neil patrick harris on the backing vocals mm. and a dolphin which i don't think i've seen in iceland since i last had their lasagna <laughs> <laughs> votes then uh let's start with alex andorra or iceland for you this was a really tough matchup because i feel like Neither really had any particular knockout punch moments. Um, I'm going to go for Iceland. Okie dokie. Dan, also a fan of Iceland. Is that where your vote's going? Yeah, I didn't really like Andorra uh, and I did like Iceland, so I will vote for Iceland. Okay. Uh, Mini. This was tough and I found Iceland to be surprisingly subdued for an Icelandic entry. So I'm going to go for Andorra. Ooh. Takes it to Mr. Rickenback. Yeah, I thought Andorra was not just the worst in this matchup, but the worst on the night for me. It's the dancers from Chicago meets the singing of John Travolta in Hairspray. <laughs> uh, but all that means that it was a 3-1 win for Iceland. So you, Johanna goes straight through to the next round. Congratulations to her. And that means that we are saying goodbye to Jenny and Andorra. We will never speak about Andorra ever again. Uh, just so you know, uh, Jenny finished in 23rd place in the semi-final in 2006. That was a non-qualifier and it came stone cold last. It was the not only the worst song on today's show, but it was the worst song in 2006. So there you go. Uh, Mini, objectively, you might have been wrong here. So we have Belgium and Iceland through already. Now we have the battle of the absolute heavyweights. It is Croatia versus Cyprus. And these are both songs that I think would have fancied their chances to make it through. First up from 2017 and Croatia, we have Jacques Hudek and his song, My Friend. Okay, 
And for Cyprus, we have their 2019 effort. This comes from Tampta and is Replay. Let's start with Croatia. Let's start with my friend Jacques Hudek. Uh, Dan, what did you make of his opera popra stylings? Yeah, it's a really cool concept with his sort of two personas, Jekyll and Hyde kind of approach to it. Um, and it's it's well done with a clearly very talented singer. Um, I don't much like the song itself. It's also really cheesy. I don't know if anyone saw his intro. There are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. And then he does this really creepy sort of smiley gurn to the camera after he's finished saying his terrible, terrible saying. Uh, like like I'm supposed to sort of instantly love him after he said it. No, it makes my skin crawl. I, I'd hate to live my life like everything was a miracle. I just took the bins out. Miracle. <laughs> it becomes the same thing, doesn't it? If everything is or nothing is, it's an even keel. Ooh. This is just philosophy through Croatian Eurovision. Yeah. I mean, that's a podcast I would listen to. (laughs) I mean, I am. It's very impressive what he does. Like, not only is he singing both uh, falsetto pop, but also uh, like deep bass opera and what I find, and stupidly, I know this is probably the least difficult thing to do that he's done, but I, I, I love the way he faces a different camera for a, depending on which styling he's doing. It's I, the the choreography and staging of it is is very well done for such a ridiculous bloody song. I found it to use an Alex word, a bit creepy. Oh yeah, a bit um Gollum Smeagol. I mean, they do have a sort of Lord of the Ring style hill. It's the background behind him. Very... It's a shame that's the hill he's chosen to die on. <laughs> Sorry, that was a pity laugh for Simon's joke there. They all count. They all count. Uh, I I'm also would like to chuck him into the ring Barbara Dex here because uh, I don't know if you notice, it's quite subtle, but he's wearing a half leather jacket, half tuxedo. Yes, he was going to be my nomination for, for Barbara Dex. The tuxedo looks all right, but... Yeah. Not a fan of that leather jacket. It's the glove that really sets the whole <laughs> shit, yeah. shitting thing off, isn't it? Yeah. It, well, he's also wearing white trainers, which for me don't work with either outfit. It is worth saying and um, that Jacques Houdac, not necessarily a lovely person, he was voted homophobe of the year in Croatia one year, which... Um, I know that they say that most massive homophobes are, are repressing it. I feel like he's not repressing it enough with this song. <laughs> in in 2011, Hudek was nominated for the title Homophobe of the Decade by the LGBT Zagreb Pride organisation, which called him without doubt the biggest homophobe in Croatian show business. So, there you go. Fuck. <laughs> okay, we'll move on to Tamta then. Minnie, what did you have to say on this replay? I thought it was pretty good. Quite a contemporary pop sound, a kind of Rihanna feel to it. Mm-hmm. A nice reveal. Cowboy backing dancers, which, uh, contrary to Croatia, will please a lot of the gay contingent. 
and I think it had replay value. Nice. Yeah, strong. I agree. Uh, I mean, the outfit is is just ridiculous. All the outfits are just ridiculous. The the cowboys with sheer shirts, uh, the PVC jacket that she's wearing, covering the PVC clear bodysuit with jewels and a plastic choker and a I mean it I mean the whole look is bizarre but at least it's a coherent look altogether. She's Can I ask Phil, is it is it bum or is it flesh coloured trouser? What is the situation there? I think that's bum, Simon. I I believe that to be bum. Really? I'm surprised. I I had it down as flesh coloured trouser in my mind. <laughs> so I do quite like this song, but I do think the the live vocals are pretty poor. I, I know what you mean. The performance isn't great, but I think the staging is great. I think they've done a really good job presenting it, even if she doesn't do the best job performing it. Um, I think I love the, the camera work. The camera work keeps you edgy. They've got a bit of a sort of stutter on the replay replay bit. Um, and it's actually probably goes down in my all time favourite Eurovision use of fireworks. The fireworks as percussion uh, just before the sort of key changey rise bit, I think is is genius. So, the impressive Cyprus or the homophobic? I'm not leading you. No, please choose uh, <laughs> whichever ones you like. Uh, so, Croatia versus Cyprus. Uh, Simon, which one gets your vote? Yeah, it's Cyprus for me. Despite the live performance not being great, I think the studio the studio one's actually really good, and I like I like the song. Okay, Koki, one for Cyprus. Mini, how about you? Well, I already found Pavanotti quite creepy before your revelation. So I'm going to give my vote to, I think that's Bum Simon. Uh, Dan? Yeah, it's a tough one, this one. I really like the song of Cyprus, but the concept of Croatia was really cool. Um, but I lean Cyprus by a hair, a hair of a homophobe. <laughs> So, Alex, that means your vote doesn't count, but it may still be charged. Uh, which way would your vote have gone? Croatia. Croatia. Knowing what you know about this guy, how can, how can, you, how can you come out? For the onstage performance. Separate the art from the artist, Simon. Although that said, R.O.P. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations, Tamta. That is a 3-1 a, a victory. If it makes anyone feel any better, my vote would have gone to Tamta musically as well as uh, morally. Um, so she will be in round number two. Now that uh, Jacques and Croatia are eliminated, uh, I can reveal that in 2017 that song came in 13th place. So just on the left hand side of the leaderboard. So we come to our last head to head of the first round here. Uh, we have a, a battle from 2016. Two songs, both there in Stockholm, but which one wins here tonight? First up, we have Belarus. This is Ivan with Help You Fly. Versus Australia's second ever effort, Dami Im with Sound of Silence. Sound of 
start with Belarus and Ivan. Dan, tell us about this wolfman. So Lucius Malfoy and Professor Lupin in his werewolf stage want to teach us how to fly. Or, or is it the dog he's talking to? Is it? Is it? Is he, is he saying, I want to teach you how to fly? If he is, we should call the RSPCA. That's a concern. Honestly, Dan, I have no idea. Like, this song makes absolutely no sense to me. Apart from the wolf howl at the start of things, I don't know where this is song is going at any point. Uh, the help you to fly doesn't seem to relate to the wolves, so I don't really get the wolf motif throughout. Uh, I don't know why he's got a white stripe down the middle of his face like he's Adam fucking Ant. Like, none of it makes sense to me, mate. It's it's bizarre. The baby's the weirdest bit for me. Oh, yes. Well, I also dislike the fact that he, he chose when he was playing the drums to to have his own name on the front of the drum kit just in case you'd missed it. Oh, was it, are they all him? They're all him, mate. Oh, Apart from the wolves. The wolves are, I assume, wolves. And at the start, he's naked. That's like... Yes, he's naked with wolves. What this seems to me, it, you know, we're in the kind of... 26, 2015, 2016, 2017 seems, seem to be the kind of peak of recent kind of let's put something weird on the Eurovision stage. Azerbaijan and the Horsemen, yeah. I think it was this year, for example. Year after. Year after. Who was the Russian chap who was sort of jumping about? That was this year. Is that this year? Yeah. So you kind of imagine that, that Belarus's Eurovision committee sort of sat down and, you know, the, the committee of however many, 20, had the post-it notes and they've gone, you know, right. Just write down in a post-it note all the things we could put in the performance and stick it on the wall and we'll we'll start removing the ideas until we've got a kind of concept. Except none of the post-it notes were taken off the wall. <laughs> it's just like, what could we put in the performance? Naked man, wolf, baby, recording himself playing the drums. Or tsunami. Legolas. It sounds like you're playing a word association game with a complete madman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Australia, Dami Im. This is the Australia's second ever effort. So uh, uh, how did you like it, uh, Simon? Yeah, there's no Simon and Garfunkel. Um, that's... <laughs> They have a famous song called Sound of Silence. We all know it. Right. <laughs> for, for you, mate, that was a culturally relevant point. Like, we all got it. I, I actually, having said that, I think this is a really good song. It's really infectious and the look is really well done with the sort of the cube that's got like light shooting out of it and stuff like that. I'm not too sure about the dress. It sort of looks like she's wearing a giant sparkly brandy snap. But overall, I think this is a really impressive effort. I like the um, virtual touchscreen thing going on as well. It reminded me of Tom Cruise in Minority Report, and not just because it's very gay. Nice. Um, no, I don't like the uh, virtual touchscreen thing, though. I don't get it. I don't think it fits with the rest of what she's doing. Um, okay, so let's have a vote. Uh, Mini. Belarusian Wolfman or the Australian Tech Wizard? The uh, Belarusian Wolfman was rough. I think we can all agree. So it's got to be Australia. Okay, uh, Alex. Yeah, Australia. Uh, the really, really good effort from them. Uh, Dan. Yeah, I mean, 
pretty weak competition here. I think Australia is by far the best of the two here. Gets my vote. Okay. okay. Simon? Yeah, definitely Australia for me. Belarus left me howling at the moon. So that is a clean sweep for Ivan, the only one without a vote tonight. He does not progress to the second round. He does not collect £200. That does mean I can now reveal how he did. He was a non-qualifier, but only just. He was in 12th place. So uh, uh, people people liked it a little bit, but just not a lot of it. Um, so sorry, Ivan, uh, you've not qualified again, I'm afraid. Sorry. So first round done. We have... Uh, said goodbye to Georgia, Andorra, Croatia and Belarus, never to be seen again. And we have a brand new round of head-to-heads with four of our seeded songs coming in. Exciting times. Uh, so, in the next round, facing Belgium, uh, we have the number one seeds. This is Netherlands with the impronounceable Ogene with lights and shadows. Do you know what this song reminded me of? And I think it is quite enjoyable, but the song, it's the kind of song that you might get as the kind of credits track for a kind of straight-to-DVD chick flick. Do you know the kind of shit I'm talking about? <laughs> like, didn't want to pay a load for the rights to a good song, so they got some shit coffee shop girl band to oh. do the, the credits music. Do you know what uh, I mean? I a shit coffee shop band is quite harsh. Their, their harmonies are very, very strong. Um, they're the sort of band that would come fifth in the X Factor. Uh, which is funny because they did actually win the voice of Holland. <laughs> For me, I was more like I was reminded of the Mummers from Sweden's 2020 entry. Oh, okay, yeah. And it was it, it was it didn't live up to that. Uh, I sort of came in expecting that a little bit, and it never really met that kind of quality. Okay. Why do they Why do they cry at the end? Well, the song the song is about their terminally ill mother. Simon, do you want to ask that in a slightly more sincere way? <laughs> the thing I can't believe about that more than anything is that these three women have the same mother. Oh, they're sisters. Yeah. That is shocking. They're a family band, like her. Uh, <laughs> they go a long, long way back. They go so far back, they go right back to birth. The triplets. Uh, I think two of them are twins, actually, but I don't know which two. Only yeah. had triplets, right? <laughs> so we are in a uh, Flemish sing-off here. So compare this to Laura Tessero's "What's the Pressure?" What's the pressure? <laughs> Netherlands versus Belgium. Who Wait, is that what we're doing here? Oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Everyone else has grasped the concept. <laughs> yes, it's just Alex being thick, right? Yeah. Belgium versus the Netherlands. Uh, Dan, I'll let Alex ponder on it for a little while longer. Um, yeah, I mean, this one's all right, but it's nothing really special. And I really quite enjoyed uh, Laura Tessero's performance. So my vote goes to Belgium. One vote for Belgium. 
Uh, Simon, what about you? Yeah, tough to judge between these two sort of big sparkly outfits, but I I preferred the funky vibes from Belgium. Two votes for Belgium. One more will get it over the line. Mini, does it get that vote from you? It does, yeah. Laura Tessero all the way. Lovely. Alex, it turns out that you didn't need to worry. Your vote wasn't required, but Netherlands versus Belgium, did you have a thought? I was going to vote for Belgium. Okay, clean sweep. Sorry, Eugene. Uh, and our number one seeds are knocked straight out of there. Uh, just so you know, in 2017, this one came in 11th place. So it beat Jacques Houdek of Croatia by two places. Not that that's helped them because they've both been eliminated. But uh, there we go. Eugene is no more. Right, so we move on to our next head-to-head. This takes Iceland and Johanna's Is It True and places it up against our 16th seed. This is Latvia's 2014 effort, Arzemniki, with Cake to Bake. I've got a cake to bake, I've got no clue at all. I've got a cake to bake, and I haven't done that before. Don't be proud, mate, please don't bother, go come on. Where do we start with this one? Let's start with Simon Rickenback. I'm glad you start with me, Phil, because I've got a lot of thoughts about cake to bake. The main one is why isn't there a cake? <laughs> At any stage, they've made a whole song about cake and there's no cake. And it's almost like it's like brass eye or something, and the like cake is actually a drug. And, and you'll notice whenever they're talking about cake, they give you a little cheeky wink or something. Like they're in on something that you're not. Like, oh, yeah, we like a bit of cake, don't we? Let's get some cake sorted out. I just, I couldn't be doing with it, to be honest. I, I just, I can't believe you'd do a song. I, I hate to keep coming back to it, but I can't believe you'd do a song about cake and not have any cake on the staging, any cake-themed backing dancers, any cake-themed graphics. I just... I I was despairing. It it's like the video game portal. The cake is lie. Can I um nominate the one in this kind of stripy shirt with the shaker for the Barbara Dex Award? You can, yes. With his piratey bum face. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to I wanted to talk about the man with the shaker because I'm actually quite impressed by him. Uh because he has undoubtedly the most punchable face I've ever seen in my entire life. He's, I mean, an insufferable knob weasel. I've thought of another Eurovision cake pun. Oh. Gemini ice cream cake. Nice. Yeah. That would have been really good if I'd thought of it three months ago. Okay, so we have Iceland's forgettable, is it true, versus Latvia's quite irritating cake to bake so it's a um devil's choice here but uh alex i'll come to you i can't really bring myself to vote for this latvian shit so Iceland. so who's the other one Iceland. <laughs> there you go uh dan yeah i mean i've still got sand in my shoes from the iceland entry earlier so that's the one that gets my vote that's a Dido reference. <laughs> Fair play. Um, okay, that's two votes for Iceland. Simon? Yeah, Iceland for me as well. Um, 
I just much prefer the song. I think it sounds like something that might have been in the musical Hamilton. You feel like Is It True by Iceland could have been in the musical Hamilton? The hip-hop musical Hamilton. So Some of the songs in that where just the women are singing, the chorus sounds a bit like that. That's what I'm saying. Um, a, a mini, your vote, not that it matters. Uh, yeah, I'm voting against Cake for the first time in my life. But you'd look so slim and, and, and like Cake hasn't touched the sides. Vegan cake. Ah, yeah. I hear that comes out not having touched the sides. Um, <laughs> good, right. So uh, Latvia, Latvia's uh, Cake to Bake uh, was a non-qualifier in 2014. It came 13th in its semi-final. So Belgium and Iceland have made it through to the final round today. Uh, which two other songs will join them? Uh, first up, we have Cyprus and Tampta returning, but they are returning to face Germany. Germany, of course, is our hero nation for Mr. Mini Meyer. So, Mini, would you like to introduce this one? I will. So this is Germany's 2009 entry by Alex Swings, Oscar Sings. Exclamation mark. And it's called Miss Kiss Kiss Bang. That is Miss Kiss Kiss Bang and Alex and Oscar. It's only fair that I give Minnie the uh, first right to reply here. So why did you choose this one? I think it's certainly the best example of electro swing to ever grace the Eurovision stage. Better than Electro Velvet's Still in Love With You. Yeah, it's not a high bar. No. It's got Dita Von Tees, who's the former Mrs. Manson, which sounds like a pageant title, but just means that she used to be married to Marilyn, not Charles Manson. (laughs) The guy singing is wearing quite impressively shiny silver leggings and does some nice kind of uh, call and response sing-along almost Blues Brothers style parts yeah and it's just a really fun dramatic camp burlesque number fun dramatic camp burlesque it's not necessarily all words that you usually put together but um but yeah it's completely insane but therein lies the magic but I, I do know what you mean on the on the Blues Brothers style thing. Uh, it's the whole sort of Cab Calloway sort of uh, sing the hi hi hi. Yeah. And uh, uh, Dieter Von Tees is dressed in a kind of Betty Boop get up and is writhing on a kind of giant pair of lips. In rehearsals, those lips bucked. And I don't know whether they were told to uh, to not buck the lips or whether they uh, made an artistic choice to remove the bucking of the lips but um yeah they bucked <laughs> um yeah i mean i think it's the only known sort of celebrity appearance at eurovision at least the only one that i know of where just sort of they've gone halfway through the song hey everybody it's dita von Tees, as if uh, we've gone stefan rob thank you <laughs> yes yes the superstar of German television, but then he he went on to sing the song. You know, I, I feel like this is a, this was a sort of like if the UK had gone, 
We're singing a mediocre song. La da da. Ladies and gentlemen, David Beckham. We're still <laughs> singing a mediocre song yet. Um, but you know, I, I I am fond of it. Like I do quite like it as a song. Uh, but I just I find it slightly bizarre. But I, it's sort of a tactic that we've never seen anyone else pull off. So uh, I always like new ideas, if nothing else. Uh, what did everyone else make of this, Alex? Uh, what did I make of this? You didn't. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, good. I, uh, yeah. Do you know it's it's funny because on the, on the one hand I I quite like the as you say kind of camp West End stage tune feel to it, um, but then on the other hand I can't help but it feels a little bit like a kind of pop party girls aloud kind of tempo where it's just kind of and it's a bit and it gets a bit grating to a to a point after a while um but uh, overall i thought it was quite good i think it probably leans more towards west end cabaret uh and and dita von Tees was the cherry on the cake or in this case burlesque dancer on the lips you know what they say alex Burlesque dancer on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. Uh, Dan, did you like this one? Yeah, Ricky Martin auf Deutsch. It's pretty good. Um, does Matthew. anyone else not buy that he's really attracted to Miss Kiss Kiss Bang? Oh, he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> he's the gayest man I've seen at Eurovision. And I think that's saying something. <laughs> uh, so Germany and Miss Kiss Kiss Bang are facing off against... Tamta for replay, 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 yeah. Um, so, uh, tough call, I think. I think both of these are good, strong efforts. So, Simon, let's start with you. Yeah, it's it's Germany for me, quite clearly, I think. Um, I just think Germany is, is one of the more accomplished efforts. I don't think it's the best German swing entry. Um, I think that honour goes to... Roger Sicaro um, with his song Frau Regen developed. But I do think it's a, a really good entry. Um, so, yeah, it's getting my vote. Okay. Mini? Yeah, this is a close call, but I'm going to have to be loyal and go for Germany. I think that's fair. I think it's the only song where we can allow loyalty. But if you get it all the way to the final, then we expect impartiality come the final. Dan? Yeah, this song really has a lot going for it. My vote goes to Germany. Wow. Tamta is out of there. Alex? It's a whitewash. It's a whitewash. I did not see this coming. Wow. Okay, so Germany, the first of our seeds to make it through. Uh, They will make it into the final round tonight and possibly even further. Uh, and Cyprus came 13th in 2019. Again, just left-hand side of the board for them. So, final second round matchup is between uh, Australia, Damien, who's already made it through, and Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan, of course, won the contest in 2011, but we have selected their 2009 effort, this is Isil and Arash with Always. Isil and Arash, 
I hope it wasn't painful for her. <laughs> Alex, uh, no, you don't know these songs, do you? Um, Dan. This is the only song tonight that's given me Yoki Papai vibes. Hey. I was going to finally come out. say that. <laughs> that was my only note. <laughs> do we know the age difference here? If I know anything uh, about Eastern European female singers at Eurovision... I'm going to guess it's a bit inappropriate. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's not the worst one you've ever seen at Eurovision. I think it looks greater than it probably is. Uh, she was 20 and he was 32. 32, good God. So, I mean, yes, quite inappropriate, but also he's not aged well for 32, has he? No. I, um, I, would, have, I would have gone mid-40s. <laughs> yeah. So, it's um, like she's with her dad. It does. It's it's one of those, again, one of my uh, favourite Eurovision tropes of uh, an age gap duet. You can nev- they never do duets with people that look the same age. There's always uh, something ridiculous. You could forgive it if he was like a really strong singer, but he's definitely the weaker half of the duo. Yeah. I, I, don't, I can't believe they couldn't have found someone that sort of was better suited age-wise that could sing a bit better. I, I don't know for certain because I don't know who the writers were, but usually I think the occasions that this occurs is that the older person has probably written the song and then handpicks a nice, lovely young person to sing it with them because that's that's what they they want to do. So uh, that may well be the reason why you feel like they couldn't find someone better as his song. So he's done the the picking for the rest of it. I'll tell you what, he's certainly not in it for his dancing, is he? <laughs> Goodness me. I think she looks a bit like she's over it almost and I don't yeah. know if it's just that she isn't a good enough actress to make it believable that she's enjoying being with this dude but or she keeps kind of rolling her eyes in a way that I think is supposed to be alluring but makes her look a bit bored but <laughs> that said she still massively overshadows him she, she certainly doesn't look like she's loving it does she um, so, Australia, Sound of Silence, Aisle and Arash, always. Which gets your vote, Dan? So, my issue with Australia is that, although I like the song, there was just nothing going on on the stage. She kind of sat on that on her Xbox for most of the performance. And this song from Azerbaijan has a lot more going for it in many ways. So, my vote has to go to Azerbaijan. Okay. One vote for Azerbaijan. Alex. I'm going to go for the song, which I feel like would have been a more worthy Eurovision winner. And that is Azerbaijan. Uh, Mini. I'm going to vote for what happens when Simon tells a joke. The sound of silence. (laughs) So, Simon... So clearly Australia is the better song by quite a long way. In Australia's song, 100% of the people singing the song can sing, whereas in the Azerbaijani entry, it's 50%. And on that alone, you would surely think that Azerbaijan would be disqualified by comparison. But the Australian song is is just clearly much better, to my mind. Okay, so that's 2-2. Two votes for Azerbaijan, two votes for, for Australia. And as I said, only in the case of a, of a tie would I intervene and give my vote. 
Oh, it's, it's pressure. I, I feel a pressure that I've I've not felt on the podcast before. I've never had to uh, uh, settle a vote here. It's a tough one. They're, they're both they are both strong, as you'd expect at this stage of the competition. Obviously, purely on on which song I prefer and which song I enjoy, and that is Azerbaijan. Whoa, I thought you were going the other way there. <laughs> so, Acel and Arash are going through. Uh, Australia. Australia's Dami Im in 2016, she came second place. She beat Russia and Thunder and Lightning. It's getting exciting over there. Um, so, second place, we've knocked that out now. So, one of the favourites, presumably coming in, now being eliminated. Right, boys. For the end of the show, we've got two more decisions to make because we can only take two songs through to the final episode. Whoa, so This is another format point that's new to me. So final head to heads for tonight. Uh, so we're going to start with Belgium versus Iceland. So Laura Tessero uh, versus Johanna. Is it true? Uh, Simon. So, yeah, yeah, it's close on this one, but I think I prefer the Icelandic song. Um, I think the the Belgian song is, is funky, it's cool, it's a good performance, but I don't think it's that. It, I don't think it's that well sung. Whereas the Icelandic one, I think, is is a really powerful vocal performance. And there's a cello in it, so for that reason, it, it's getting mine. Getting a vote for this cello. Yep. Um, Mini, how about you? Uh, well, you remember that I voted against Iceland, and have been pro Belgium all the way through. So it's got to be Laura Tessero. Okay, uh, Alex. Um, much in the same way that voting along the lines of is there a cello? Uh, <laughs> one of my criteria is uh, will I be voting against Simon, which is also worthy, and as such, I'll be going for Belgium. Dan, this is where I wave the white flag for Iceland. Cool. Uh, I've been quite cool on it because it was the first song that we that we went over, but I really like the Belgian entry. So absolutely my vote goes to Belgium. Right. That means Laura Tessero and Belgium have made it through to our final episode. So congratulations to her. So fighting it out for that final seat in the final is Germany with Alex Sings, Oscar Swings and uh, Azerbaijan with Acel and a wart. So, Mini, I'll come to you first this time. Germany. One vote for Germany. Uh, Simon. Yeah, I won't tease you. Uh, von Tease gets my vote uh, every time on this one. Okay. Dan? Yeah, two very good entries, but Germany just about edges it in every category, really. <laughs> okay. And Alex? Unlike Simon, I'm not going to be a perv and award my vote on the basis of there being a burlesque star in the performance. So I'm going to wait for Azerbaijan because, hang on a minute, this joke's only going to work if I know her name. What's her name? Arash. I'm going to award my vote to oh. Azerbaijan because Arash is bloody gorgeous. Isn't Arash the guy? <laughs> <Fuck's sake. laughs> right, that was going to be a really good joke but then you've sort of like you've done Inception <laughs> Alex swings indeed <laughs> um, okay so 
not unanimous, but it is a 3-1 win for Germany and Alex Swings, Oscar Sings. So uh, Germany will be uh, appearing once again, as they always do on every single episode. They will be appearing in our final episode. So uh, just to complete the, the facts for you, uh, Iceland now eliminated. That actually came second in 2009. By far Iceland's most successful entrant in Eurovision of all time. Um, and uh, now Aisle and Arash, that was the same year, 2009 as well. Uh, and they came third. So we've just eliminated 2009's uh, second and third place songs from the tournament. Oh, this is a wide open tournament. I think anyone could win it. That's what we've learned from here. Um, so Belgium and Germany are through. My predictions were well off for this episode because I thought uh, I thought it was going to be Cyprus and the Netherlands that would make it through. Final piece of housekeeping. Would you like me to tell you which of these 12 songs won the Barbara Dex Award? Yes, I've been waiting for it all night. I can reveal it was Eldreen from Georgia. Dan was right. Get in there. That that green and black monstrosity won her 2011's Barbara Dex Award. This woman won the Barbara Dex Award on, in the same year as those Moldovan guys in the massive hats. Yeah. Same year as Jedward's first appearance. Madness. The madness one, in it? <laughs> so, Belgium and Germany are off to the final. And will we find out uh, how they do there? Not on this podcast. No, because next week we are doing round two of the bracket, where we have songs from as old as 1999 all the way through to 2018. We have some vampiric men some 60s swing some soft rock for simon as well so uh it's goodbye from the panelists goodbye goodbye it's goodbye from two of the panelists uh two of the rest of them are sticking with you and going to provide your sleep music for this evening <laughs> tonight with whale noises it's alex smith simon i always had you more of as a kind of with, with you through to the uh, early oh. hours, it's Magic FM and it's Simon Rickenback, Late Night Love Songs. Hey there, this is... Have you just been broken up with? Text your heart out to me here at Magic and I'll play you a song. This song goes out to you. I want to rock and roll all night. <laughs> I wish I'd uh, had the foresight to record a snippet of us doing Euphoria at karaoke. <laughs> Fortunately, I didn't. Yes, I mean, for for the sake of the few listeners that we do have, it's probably a good thing that we that you didn't. In my this is really boring, but in my garden, I've got a plant that's called a euphorbia, and every time I walk past it, I go euphorbia. <laughs> <laughs>